0: So like I said, that was a 1976 song. Now I want to sit some glue by the Ramones. The following program contains adult language and mature subject matter.
1: Listener discretion is advised.
2: One more. One. No time.
0: Hey everybody! Welcome to One Song Each, the podcast of competitive banter where three of us pick one song each and we talk about it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a legal machine. With me is Diablo yeah, Frank and fix it. And uh, yeah. So let's play some songs here, guys. Let's talk about one song each. Here's mine. Red to go. 1976 song by the Ramones. Now I want to sniff some glue, which is my favorite Ramones song. This is my favorite Ramones song, and I'm not a huge Ramones guy. I'm more of a Misfits fan. But what rem- <laughs> what This song fucking reminds me of is all these motherfuckers eating tide pods okay and so there's a lot of people making fun of these kids eating tide pods right yeah nowadays but then i think back i'm like, ah, what a bunch of fucking idiots and i think back i'm like god damn we did some stupid shit when we were kids too so for me it was like the knockout game when we were kids was where you're supposed to like breathe 10 times and you like cross your yeah. arms across your chest and then somebody picks you up and holds you and you're supposed to like black out for a little bit and some I, there were you know Quote, unquote, kids would die doing it and stuff. But you never know if kids were actually dying or if parents were just telling you kids were dying to make you stop doing it. Who fucking knows? So I was going to present to the audience here Diablo Frank, Mr. Fix-It. What were some stupid shit?
3: trend things like tide pod eating that went on in your day do you guys remember any? the biggest one when i was in junior high was I don't know if the, it had a name but it was this game that we played I guess nowadays you would say you would say it was bullying people but um the game would be you would come it was a two guy it was a two-man team one ten, one person would come up to you and confront you and say hey what's going on the other person would come up behind you he would then reach between your legs put his arm out the person in front of you would grab his hand pull his arm up, catch you by the balls, and try to lift you up as high as possible. Like clothesline you? <laughs> yeah, from your balls. And the and the point of the game was to try to lift someone as high as possible, have them grab their balls, and then watch them fall flat on their face because they're too much in pain. It was a violent game that played through my schoolyard like wildfire. And if you, when most smart people got to school, we had these benches you could sit. You ca- you tried to get to that bench as quick as possible so you could sit down until the Before started. somebody
0: could get you? Yeah.
3: Because the minute, the minute those seats were filled up, you were game. Because you had to stand in the middle of this yard. We had this courtyard that they would have the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders all standing in. So the eighth graders took their part because they were the seniors. The seventh graders sat in the center. So as a sixth grader, you had just these three benches. So, you really wanted those benches as fast as possible because you knew the seventh and eighth graders were going to be out just fucking lifting dudes all day. And nobody said nothing. Like, it was just like the teachers would be like, oh, they're just being kids. And I saw dudes get fucking flung, like big football players doing that shit and just launching dudes into the air. And you'd see these dudes just crashing on concrete face first. And teachers were like, oh, they're just boys and just walk off. And I'm just like, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was bullying to the highest degree. But
0: they just, because, and then the other one that I remember was that you heard older kids, they were do it was swallowing gold. Goldfish and shit like that. That was another yeah, one. Yeah,
3: that, that, so, that, that,
1: that was that was before our time, though. To, like, I, I'm just no, did I mean that I,
0: shit back no. like the '60s. That was no. that
1: was a boomer thing,
0: not a Gen X thing. Okay. I'm telling you. But even when I, when I was in junior high, that's what you you heard people swallowing
3: goldfish and shit like that. Like it's just like on dares okay. and so stuff like that. I might have partaken in this one. This game that we played as well. There was another game that we do was so if if you got to school early, they would give. Remember those little milks and oranges, they, orange juices that would give you? Yeah. So in the in, game the, in was, the cartons, yeah, the little cartons. So what some people would do, and I might have partaken once or twice in this, is if you didn't drink your juice as you went to go dump your trash, you would stack your juices on trays. So when one of those trays was full, someone would take the tray, we would walk outside the courtyard a good 50 yards and start flinging them into the air. And watching them come bombing down into the courtyard, hitting people. And the game was to try to hit as many freshmen as possible. I might have been an eighth grader at the time, and that's where the sixth graders were standing. And we were maybe, maybe not trying to hit them with orange juice and milk cartons flung in the air. That was just the game we played.
0: You might have your grades wrong. Freshman would be what ninth grade? No, Nine, no 10, 11 Junior 12? high
3: was six, seven, and eight.
0: Well, that's fine, but a, fresh, a freshman? No, was, no, freshman was high school, dude. Freshman's your first well, year of I, high well, school.
3: Yes. Well, then what would you call it? So a sixth grader, seventh grader, eighth grader?
0: Middle school. Yeah, that's well, middle school. You'd
3: still be seen as freshman, junior, and series. No, wow. you're not a no. junior in junior high, dude. No, I'm Come on, Brosius. Three levels because we, had, like I said, we had six. I, gotcha. I got you. I got the new kids to the school
0: is what you're trying to say. You would try and jack up with the
3: well, the sixth graders, yeah, yeah, because
0: they're the new ones to the school. The yeah. cherry bitches,
3: yeah, but not. That the pencil game, too, was real big, too. We played quarters. Do you know what quarters is? With shots, yes. No, this was
0: was fucking like elementary school, dumbass, where you would flick the coin and make it spin a quarter, and then you would have to flick it and keep it spinning, and the next person would take a flick and keep it spinning. Whoever didn't get it spinning, they would have to put their knuckles on the table, and you would... The other person would put their thumb on the quarter and slide it at your knuckles and bust your knuckles up so they would get yeah. the fucking quarter and they would rub it on the concrete and get it all jagged and shit and then you have to flick it and flick it and flick it and whoever knocked the, the quarter over would have to get their shit I, I vaguely remember that kids, the are, close, hey, the kids cl- are fucking dumb people yeah. hey everybody
1: the closest approximation I had to that though was air hockey you know would be playing air hockey and the fucking puck would nail you in the that's kind of what it was like stuff. that was yeah. what it was like yeah uh when you're when you're talking about pencils that's the one where you would like pull the pencil back and pop yeah. it yeah. and
3: yeah. you you would have a pencil and you would take turns hitting each other's pencils to yeah. see who would break. Yeah, 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 yeah. And whoever lost, you would rack them across the nuts. Yep, with a- yeah. of course, like, like a fucking classic Catholic nut. So, nun, and so yeah. people, I remember there would—I knew guys that would tear off the eraser and chew on the metal end. Yeah, dude. It. oh yeah, yeah. To so so,
1: hack it, yeah, yeah. to hack it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and uh, it was all
0: about finding what brand had the strongest, strongest. pencils yeah. and shit. Like, oh my, people would get those big fucking super <laughs> thick ones. It's like that's not a number two
3: asshole. <laughs> that's not fair. Well, no, I knew guys that would put glue on them—super glue. They would lay super glue on the ground, fucking ringers. Roll, roll the pencil on it until it was nice and like a little layer on it. You couldn't tell. Until after a few hits, you start seeing the the glue starting to kind of mark off. So, but I remember dudes doing that too. Cheating, fucker! Oh, uh, dude, people fuck, it, dude, you did not want to get hit across the fucking knuckles with a fucking ruler.
1: You you gotta remember, I was antisocial, so I would see people do this, but it's more anthropological. <laughs> you know, I didn't actually partake. Uh, I think of it, you, 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 you were, were peeking through the sk- bush
3: you Frank. I just they're like, I, he's gonna snap. Let's not. That's play the footloose <laughs> kid. <laughs> he's dancing on the table. That's just leave him the fuck kid. alone. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but no, I, I didn't really partake of a lot of that sort of communal stuff that you guys are talking about. Although when you mentioned the pencils, that did remind me of that. Uh, I, I know my brother used to hood surf, so that was kind of a stupid uh, thing
0: to do. Yeah, that, that was
3: a high thing. School. That was yeah. a thing. Yeah. Teen Wolf didn't help that. Yeah, we Teen Wolf did that didn't help that. I'm talking that. about like junior high. Did a lot of stupid shit. High school. Th- well, I mean, do, uh, do oh, people well, know? Do people no. know what hood surfing is though? Well, no. There was a game they played in high school when I went to high school, where when the bell would ring, you know how everybody would rush into the hallway? You would try to smack a girl on the ass without getting caught. That was a game I remember dudes playing a lot, and if the girl didn't you, you would see guys have right, like, uh, pin marks on their hand to show how many... Girls, they smacked on the ass to the end of the day. And I remember thinking, wow, that's crazy. Because if a girl caught you, I mean, back then, you could get in a fight in the hallway, and the best you got was what? Detention? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I got to stay 30 minutes after. So there was fights in the hallway all the time, dude. Yeah. And I, oh, I got I got into a
1: fight did. in the middle of class, and the teacher was trying to pull us off, and we were, I still like, was getting kicks in as she pulled us away from one another. So. But point, this was not a great, like, this teacher was barely older than us, so she really had no business teaching a class. She still had, like, zits and shit. You know, she was really fucking young. <laughs> and. So So, like, there was this one dude that was, like, a bully, and he just was always giving me shit. And I think at one point, he, like, pissed me off, and I, like, threw a pin at him just, like, dismissively. And he slapped me across the face. So I got up, and I was like, I'm tired of this shit. And I, like, lunged at him because, you know, I was a nerd, so I couldn't fight with this shit. And so we, like, tussled a bit. He punched the shit out of me. I got in, like, a good (laughs) kick while after she'd separated us, but my nose was, like, bleeding like crazy. And then I spent a week in that, like, quasi-Juvie shit they'd send you to when you they didn't want you in the actual school. So they'd send you into this gated compound so I was there for like a week or so, and then you know I, was there I just the remember standout. that
3: game. We were walking out of a class, and it was, the school was two stories, so you had that hallway where like it's concrete stairs going this way, then it would turn and concrete stairs coming back inward, so you could go down to the second floor. And as I'm walking out, a female friend of mine's in front of me talking to me, and I see this dude smack her on the ass and start running toward the stairs, and she pushes him from behind, and he flies down like eight stairs without touching him, and just fucking eats his shit, dude. Oh shit! Slams face first, <laughs> hits a wall wall Fuck. that's concrete. Oh. and I think he broke like two fingers Oh, and that was kind of like that's the game <laughs> you, um, do you want to play that's just how it's played time's up motherfucker yeah I just remember that and she didn't get in trouble they were like oh he tripped <laughs> and I was like holy sh-. and people were like dude he flew I'm pretty sure he caught some steps but as I remember it he missed all eight steps as he was going down yeah. in slow motion and I just remember him landing on his chest like his stomach sliding in the wall with his hands out Ooh. and when he picked up his fingers two fingers were like dangling and growing. Directly. Oh. And they're like, take him to the nurse. School was so different back then, dude. Oh like, yeah, different world was it
2: though?
0: so these are the lyrics to this Ramon song now I want to sniff some glue now I want something to do all the kids want to sniff some glue all the kids want something to do and it's just repeated over and over and over again so people are like oh these dumb kids eating these Tide Pods now look folks eating Tide Pods are really fucking stupid but super
1: dangerous this shit's fucking super, toxic it will super kill stupid
0: you. and I think there's probably an well element. they don't
1: actually eat them they put them in their mouth for a duration that they can tolerate and they're supposed to spit it out or they swallow it and die it's Usually just babies.
0: what bath salts were 2016 and now it's fucking Tide Pods well least
1: at least bath salts was a high, though. At least you're getting no, but something. But it's not out of it. a. It
0: was not a high. That's bullshit. It wasn't. There's no both high. no, bath salts oh, there's no high from it. Come on, dude. It's fucking bath
1: salts. People were eating people's faces. and They didn't even get high. No, nobody was eating people's faces because of bath salts. That was all bullshit. Oh, was it? Yes, that's all bullshit. Was that snoped out or something? I did not yes. hear about that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, so, so nobody ever ate anybody's face uh, you seem really
0: hung up on the bath salts comment.
1: Well, because that was a very ever- intense. People like home. I'd I heard that homeless guy no who did those it, faces he was
3: probably on other shit too.
0: Yes, it was like he was on LSD and crack and said he had bath salts and it turned into bath salts made this guy eat people's face off no it's not what it was okay and then I'm glad
3: be- I'm, this is educational
0: Thank and then you. it became a meme that oh I bet he's on bath salts like it's a joke they, if that was real, they would have been banning bath salts yeah. from Bed Bed Bath Mountain, would have gone out of business. Well, you know stuff what I,
1: mean? I thought bath salts was like a street name or something. I didn't think no, it was literal no, bath salts. They are literally saying, saying well, the well, fucking the, What bath the fuck salts. are you
0: doing with bath salts? What does that do for Nobody you? Nobody was, motherfucker. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He's saying <laughs> that he did bath salts. You are self enlightening right now. <laughs> um, so, But that's what I'm saying. It, it's just that, look, so these kids eating Tide Pods, look. It's called natural selection. If you don't think that your generation went through something like that, you're not thinking hard enough. Now maybe it's amplified a bit by social media. So before we were trying to put on a show for our 15 friends in the lunchroom, and now people can put it on Snapchat and show yeah. two thousand people. So there's more incentive to do stupider shit. But look, the population's well, larger and too, the so. bar's higher
1: too to impress anybody.
0: Probably, with your stupidity. yeah, sure, that's fine. But I, I'm just that's saying. why you see
1: like people like setting themselves on fire, and like I see shit like on Twitter, the Darwin Awards. Some of those people are fucking dying. I can't... I don't, like, retweet Darwin Award shit, because I don't know which one of those guys died, but some of those fuckers are dying or, or,
0: like, fucking mutilated and shit. But I'm telling you, people did the same shit when we were kids. They just didn't have cameras to record it. Yeah. And that's all I'm trying to say. Even back in the 70s, kids were wanting to sniff some glue. Kids are just looking for something to do. So just... Look, lay off the Tide Pods. You know,
1: I never really sniffed glue. I, 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 I've
0: well, never been able to sniff glue off. inadvertently, just like a Sharpie or Whiteout.
1: Well, yeah, but uh, you can actually get high from glue, right? You, you can huff actually get it high from Whiteout and Sharpies too.
3: I, I used to know dude, I knew dudes that would do like spray paint cancer. Well, I never uh, huffing got that shit. spray well, paint is legit, like
0: destroying <laughs> your body.
3: Okay, that's a little. De- but I, I knew sniffing glue and sni- huffing spray paint is. Well, a whole I,
0: I do remember
1: memory. getting high off of paint, but not actually like huffing it, just like being in the presence of it,
0: just from the. No, huffing it is where you're spraying a brown right. bag no, no. no i yeah, get you i did I, not
1: do that but hey, I hey, never
0: here's another that. one song each story for you so um i used because i lived in apartment complexes i used diablo frank's roommate's garage to paint some wheels for one of my cars and we ran out of black spray paint well since my car was on jack stands in his driveway at two o'clock in the morning we decided to walk to the nearest walmart which was very far away so we walked like three miles to this fucking
1: walmart. Were, did i have a vehicle that time Probably no, you not, huh? not, yeah. no you did not sir no
0: you did not sir because you were poor as fuck um Which and I was buying spray paint to paint wheels, so I was also poor, but just not quite poor. Well, actually, I think I might have had the classic car at that point, and it just wasn't driving. That's probably what it was. I think you had shit stacked up on it in your fucking driveway or whatever. Anyway, so we walked to this Walmart, and it's like 3 o'clock, and this is the Walmart at... No, you're not that level of We're in Houston, fucking Texas. What? None of us live near there anymore. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Nobody's gonna pinpoint. Oh, Diablo Frank and Illegal Machine went to a Walmart at two o'clock in the morning in night in two thousand three. Oh my god, they know we're in Houston. Chill the fuck out. So we go to this fucking Walmart and we go and we have to get somebody to like. Un- no, we we thought we needed to get somebody to unlock the case to get the the spray paint. Except it was like wide open, so we just like slid the door open and we bought like five cans of black spray paint. And we take it to the checkout and there's this like old, just busted up white lady checking us out at two o'clock in the morning. And as she's scanning the cans and she's like, you guys aren't huffing this, are you? And we're like, and I'm like, no. And she's like, because if you are, I hear the gold spray paint is what you want (laughs) to (laughs) buy. And I just looked at her like, we're not huffing this. And she's like, I'm not, I know you're not, but if you were. I hear it's the gold spray paint you want to go back and buy. And I was okay, thank you. And we back and finished the wheels. But I'll never fucking forget that. I think that's real. I think it's the I I
1: completely forgot that. So I'm glad you reminded me just now. One
0: hundred percent that was correct. It's apparently the gold spray paint. Okay. That's the one with the most chemicals in it to jack you up. But anyway, so sorry. Hey guys. I thought I remembered silver. Was it gold? No, it's gold. Come on. Okay. Anyway, that's my song. Everybody lay off the tide pods. Look, it's a fad, some people may fucking die from, but look, chill out. We've all done things in our childhood that some kids died from. Allegedly,
1: and smoke marijuana. You know, I mean, if you're going to do it, just go ahead and do it right and safe
0: and increasingly legally. Mar- marijuana is legal. It's not rebelling anymore. If you say, "Hey, I smoked some weed today," like, "Okay, kid, you got glaucoma or what?" I don't care. <laughs> it's like it's not that big of a fucking deal. So you got it. So he
1: tie- leans in, is like, "Have you tried in a vape yet?" Doing in a vape is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what it's like. Oh, son, let me tell you about vapes. And you're like, "Oh, dad, this isn't cool anymore. I got to go get tide pod. I got to kick it up a notch. <laughs> We're going to tide pods."
3: Cyrus. Hi, you, on the you, guys the you guys? This is Mike and Chester from Lincoln Park. Radio. Radio.
2: Log of the Starship Enterprise, Star Date fifty nine forty three point seven. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mister Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mister Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. It seems they can't control their limbs, and
4: their minds are dull and useless. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard drug
2: abuse. I suspect it has destroyed all meaningful life on this wretched planet. A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for
1: hard drugs to be totally illogical. But as a half-human, Spock, surely you can appreciate the suffering that hard drug abuse causes. We can only hope that other civilizations will not make the same mistake.
2: the inaptly named drug bath salts is suspected of being behind all of these strange and scary incidents although bath salts is the main name there's lots of other slang for the drug it's made with scads of harmful synthetic chemicals most often mdpv if you were around in the 60s you probably remember that drug abuse was a big social problem then drugs don't seem to be talked about as much now as then but drugs are still around and they're still a social problem people who are dependent on drugs live with many problems that ultimately affect us all. Drugs can be dangerous. Be careful with drugs. Sometimes they're not all fun and games. A public service announcement from the Alcohol, Drug Abuse, and Mental Health
0: Administration, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.
2: Alright, he's scratching it right
3: now Cutting the record back and forth Against the needle Back and forth, back and forth Making it scratch But let me tell you something Don't try it at home with your dad's stereo Only under hip-hop supervision Alright? Frank, your song?
1: I'm going to be lazy this time. I decided to organize my copies of Blender magazine, and I'm basically trying to take advantage of their little brief oral histories of songs to just crib. I went through and I found the songs that I liked the best, the ones that I would most likely be able to talk about. And one such song was Soft Cell's Tainted Tainted Love. Song that I did not—I don't believe I heard at any point in the 1980s. I think that that was one of those tunes when, because uh, again, I, I spent most of the 1980s listening to like hardcore
0: pop, uh, a little bit of metal, I've a lot of AM country. Pop. <laughs> Dude, I—I I was as taken <laughs> aback by the term as you were, and I'm glad it wasn't just me. I was really listening to hardcore
3: pop. Like, what the fuck is hardcore pop? I thought okay. that was just a way to like, justify. I
0: was, to, I was listening to Paul Abdul's B side. No, no, man. no. I was rocking that Wham. I was really
3: hitting that Wham. Really the Wham B side.
1: <laughs> okay, well or that hardcore, crazy beat. Perhaps hardcore was a poor choice of words. Oh
3: fuck Very, you. No. Know. Like no, sir. I am now we're gonna refer to you as a <laughs> hardcore. But was a pop lover. Yeah. Okay. Very
1: mainstream, very accessible pop music because I was just getting started listening to pop music because I'd spent much of the 80s listening to AM Country and Oldies. So anyway, I think it was actually in the early 90s when I started exploring more like college radio type stuff and I came across the song. I think it did play on the rocket, which I've referenced a number of times on this podcast and will continue to do so. What they did too is they would not play the plain version of "Tainted Love. They would play it, the combination mix where they did, where it transferred into the Supremes where it did our love go oh baby
2: where did our love go oh don't you leave me don't you leave me
1: from what I heard, the reason why they did that was because at that point in the 1980s, the original song was only about 90 seconds to two minutes long. They wouldn't play singles that short, so they had to tack on another song to make it long enough to where it was worthwhile to actually bother with it being on the radio. What a lot of people don't know, though, is that both of the songs were covers. Uh, the original version of Tainted Love came out around 1964. It was sung by a lady named Gloria Jones. It did nothing. It went nowhere. It was not a hit at all. For
0: real. I had no idea that was a cover.
1: Well, and again, double cover both times. African American female singers from the 60s. The song is originally written by Ed Cobb. It didn't do anything. Soul music is actually really big in the UK. It never really completely left the UK the way they did in the United States. It had a revival in the 70s. It had a revival in the early 2000s. A whole shit ton of popular oh, really? British artists came out of that revival. Adele, Lily Allen, uh, Amy Winehouse, Duffy. The soul never are, are you saying? Left. Are you saying
0: British soul or American soul? American music? soul was okay.
1: ported over to the UK, caught on in the UK. See Led
0: Zeppelin. And
1: had had a longevity there that it did not have in the United States. So basically what happens is a DJ from the UK comes to the United States, picks up a copy of the album, the Gloria Jones album, takes it back to the UK, starts playing it. It's heard by one of the members of Tainted Love in 1975. Uh, They ended up playing it for the singer from Soft Cell, Mark Almond. He likes it. They end up covering the song in 1982. And even though it wasn't popular back in the 60s, 60s and it was actually re-recorded in the 70s because of the interest in the British scene club scene the performer re-recorded it it still didn't do anything it did not chart at all but they slowed down the tempo of the song they had the key of the song lowered to match the vocals of the male singer and obviously it became a pretty major hit Yeah. Uh, this thing made it to number 8 here in the US I think it went to number 1 in the UK at one point it had set a record for the most number of weeks in the uh, Billboard like Hot 100 or some shit like that I'm obviously very really fond of the song it's become associated with uh, the AIDS epidemic because of the association tainted love it was never intended for that and obviously the song was written decades before such a thing even existed I don't even know if herpes was a thing that people were aware of back in the mid 60s much less AIDS but the association apparently did help the song or give the song greater weight than it would have had normally Soft Cell actually kind of came to dislike the song because their biggest hit the thing that everybody knows them from is a cover instead of anything that was original of theirs but as Mr. Pigs pointed out many years ago and mostly has held true if an act becomes famous off a cover song they probably never amount to anything else one of the only exceptions i could think of is marilyn manson actually had a pretty solid career after getting famous off the cover but he got famous off of it he already had some well, reasonable just, tracks just, uh, even a, before that yeah i
3: mean lunchbox was like yeah i remember Lunchbox. it wasn't
1: a, a it. mainstream hit but he had already established himself yeah. the beautiful people was himself.
3: their first big hit yeah i would say beautiful marilyn Manson. no i
1: uh, no, uh, sweet dreams came before beautiful people uh, uh, I, I, would, I think beautiful would, people i would staunchly
3: followed. disagree with you we'd have to staunch. look at it yeah. staunch
1: i, I, I no. want to
3: believe beautiful people came out first and then sweet dreams i
1: really think it was the other way around but anyhow but regardless any well, Superstar, get, you're about
3: to get frank so. okay
1: any christ superstar was still after return um, of the mac yeah what was the album before that though
3: I just know I bought the single because Lunchbox, Lunchbox was on a different album. That was a single. Portrait of an American
1: Family or something like no, that. No, that was
3: that was their first album. That's what I'm saying though. They'd already had Notoriety before. Yeah, well, Lunchbo- Lunchbox was a single. I bought that as a single because that was right. But it didn't have any mainstream success though. God damn it! I got Frank.
1: <laughs> Marilyn Manson's popularity exploded in 1995.
0: <laughs> the remix EP Smells Like Children charted within the Billboard 200 Top 40 and the music video for their Eurythmics cover became an MTV staple. However, the band achieved even more success with the first of their concept album trilogy, 1996's Antichrist Superstar. Despite violent lyrics and imagery, the rock opera reached Billboard's third position thanks to The Beautiful
1: People. The Beautiful People, The Beautiful People. The thing about Saw Cell's Tainted Love, uh, besides the fact it's a great song and it's well known to be a great song, I mean, hell, Rihanna, when she was first getting started, got a big hit off of sampling that for the song SOS. <laughs> which I was not a fan of it. because we me off when that happened, but it launched a very worthy artist's career through that sample. But the reason why I love Taylor Love, besides the fact that it's just a great song, is it's also in my vocal range. So that's a song that once I started hearing it, I realized I could actually halfway decently sing it. And so I started singing it driving around in like security trucks and shit back in the day. There was a live karaoke where the band was actually playing live karaoke. And I narrowed it down to two songs that they had on their playlist because they had a fairly limited selection. They had maybe, maybe a hundred songs at most, at most, probably quite a bit less than that, that they would play live. And then you would go up and sing with them. And I narrowed it down to Faith george michael or tainted love by soft Cell that i felt were in my vocal range that i could pull off halfway decent without completely embarrassing myself so i love the song but i also love the fact that that's a song i can reasonably sing as pathetic as my vocals are
3: which one did you pick
1: i didn't i we didn't we took so as usual and this is something that's very common for me with karaoke i took so long to figure out what song i wanted to play that by the time i'd put in my name and waited for a while we were just tired and wanted to go home I mean, pakita were there
0: and we just went
1: back to the hotel room instead of staying oh, i would
0: have stayed no matter what good strategy
1: that's yeah, not a bad strategy. yeah, Definitely avoid some uh, embarrassment.
3: We, should we give input on the song? It's a great song. We're going to watch it. Have I ever seen this video? Is that Jesus Juice? I didn't know there was a video to it. Just, you know, side note, when I hear this song, I always think of Coneheads. Yeah, me too. I never saw the movie. Yeah, there's a scene where he's fighting some monster at the end and he sings this song and he goes, he goes, Ah! God, uh, he's like doing the the Mr. Cody Well, because
0: earlier his daughter singing it with her friends in yeah. one of the cars. It's like their favorite song. Yeah,
1: I, I think I vaguely remember they got re released briefly because of that. Yeah,
0: And that was a re release. That it, was not. Concurrent. It was them
1: shooting for that Bohemian Rhapsody action, like Wayne World, <laughs> dude. That's
0: it. You fucking got it. That's what yeah. it was. Why is he yelling at a little girl?
1: Well, he's like some kind of Caligula looking dude. About to so.
3: say. is that his sister? I have no idea, dude.
1: Fair game with Caligula.
3: Little girl kind of creeps me out.
1: It's so broad. I don't buy any weird subtext to it.
3: No, she's just creepy.
1: She's had normal. There's nothing had wrong had with her. Smile. No,
0: she's smile. the little girl. There's
1: nothing wrong with. She's the, the most girl. normal
0: thing in this video. One thing you always have to remember with these music videos, right? Is that the song is written and performed, and then they go get the label. Will go get a producer to make a video, and then the band shows up and they tell you what to do. It's not always that the video is exactly what the song's trying to be. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah
3: maybe a slight interpretation I mean this video is fucking weird as fuck. well given the fact that they're mashing
1: up 1920s croquet or what is that fucking game with the bullshit cricket, cricket mixing that with Roman Empire shit I think that's just like whatever was in the costume yeah. department and you know wherever they were filming I don't think there was any like, and that was like the producer's
0: daughter and he's like she's gotta get in the video or I'm not making it and he's like okay I guess I'm gonna talk shit to her
1: yeah cause I mean I always hear the song as being uh, Mrs. Robinson kind of thing where he, he's singing to an older level his version you know, one more try, you know, or something like that. You're singing to an older lover that's fucked you up. And actually, again, perhaps, what's the one that, I uh, Reznor again? Because I know that he loves this shit. I know that he loves this, this era of music. What's that fucking song? Sin, duh. I think sin may have maybe been slightly influenced by Tainted Love a little bit. Good lord. Which one? Sin. Comes down to this, your kiss, your fist, the pain it gets under my skin, within, take in the extent of my
0: sin. You are so bad when you sing these songs. They never sound anything like the actual song. I'm not
1: singing the song this time. I'm saying the lyrics.
4: There we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's the intro now. This is the first ever Hoopers podcast. I'm your host, President of the Hoopers, the headband warrior, Ben Roberts. And with me today, my first guest is a man who goes by many names. Sean. Emir. Sean Emir. Chubby. It's Sean Emir Morris, and he's with us for the full hour. Say hello to the folks at home, Em's. I'll, I'll edit that part out. Yeah, yeah that was uncalled for. Nice, yeah. No, come on. No, we're going to have fun here today. It's going to be a nice old time mm. we're going to have. We're going to talk about uh, some stuff. Yeah. It's our first podcast, so we're just going to talk about generally, you know, the kind mm. of stuff we're going to do here. Because most of the time when we see podcasts, it's like, oh, what do you think about the state of the Arkansas? <laughs> i <just> going to. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that this is just going to be a general chat. There's going to be no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, shout out to all the Hoopers. Especially Alex Davis. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday to Alex Davis. It's I have to bleep that out as well, aren't I? What we have to Did you know this is a family. Oh, yeah, I didn't specify at the start. This is a family show. This is PG so there's no 12. Swearing, huh? Well, you can swear if you want, but I'll bleep it out. Okay. And if we say anything incriminating that might get you fired, yeah. we'll bleep that out as well. Cause I'm, a, cause I'm on a criminology course now, so I gotta be careful with what I say. Where do we draw the line with swearing? Uh, it's okay. Um, you can say bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta speak a bit closer to the mic. Come on. You're not in school now. What's Look, you yeah. you're very nervous about this. I'm not nervous, no, in Full disclosure, you've been a bit nervous about doing this podcast because sometimes some people in the media like to spread nasty rumours that you deny the Jewish Holocaust of 1938 to 1945. Is this your first talking? But it this is yeah. Right with the
0: Holocaust. I've got it written
4: down. Mate, you can't start off with that, you've got to ease into it. No, I'll blur it out, I'll blur it out. Let's talk about why you want to do a podcast in the first place. Yeah, okay, that's a Let's good start idea. Start off with that,
3: ease uh, off with the Holocaust.
4: That's right? a good idea. <clears throat> no, but I'm just saying, this is a perfect uh, platform, if you do think the Holocaust happened. Let the folks know. Not even gonna Silence! Silence, folks! No, this is why yeah. I want to do a podcast. Because uh, I think it's very cool if like, we look back on this in 10 years and think, oh, this is how... uh viewed the Holocaust. This is what people in 2017 thought of the Holocaust, before science told them that it really happened. going to have to edit everything out about the Holocaust. Yeah, no, I'll, blur-, I'll blur out this whole first four minutes. Yeah, moving on. This was never meant to make fun of you. And I think now would be a great opportunity for you to just say once and for all, I believe the Jewish Holocaust happened. I believe the Jewish Holocaust happened. There you go. i never See?
0: It. I don't know what your problem
4: is. No, you never denied. You just think that the, they exaggerated the body count or something. No, not even a little bit. I'm watching Band of Brothers now. and It's just tragic. I'm behind the Auschwitz. Yeah. Auschwitz was uh, tragic. Why do you smile every time I say that word? What's wrong with you? What? Auschwitz? No, I was smiling because you said, uh, of course I believe in the Jewish Holocaust. I watch Band of Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay then. Mm
3: -hmm. Good night. So this is my song.
1: Cameo in that fucking cod piece, man. You'll have to tell me, I can never tell if he's like gay going for camp or straight without any fucking fashion sense at all.
0: I think this is just the 80s.
1: No, this is so beyond even the
0: '80s. No, I'm pretty sure this is just the '80s, my man.
1: No, the rest of the band are in the '80s. This dude is in a whole other place. The lead singer is in another place. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure it's just the '80s, man. I just don't think
1: New Jack Buccaneer was ever a thing.
0: That flat top, though. The flat top. Every now and then makes a little comeback. Love the flat top. That's a pretty
1: significant uh, elevation he's got going on there. That's nothing. He's not dude. quite kid. That's But he's, uh, he's 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 like not a, kid. He's like a quarter kid
0: though. I. I've seen higher than that in the last few years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Does it come back again. Every now and then it comes back. I haven't if seen if it. I could pull I, off a flat top, I'd do it. I haven't seen it in the wild. I'd have the streaks on the side and everything. I just can't do it.
1: Yeah, I got straight hair. I can't do that shit without like serious fucking chemical uh, effects being involved. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: I gotta find out why you picked the song,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh, It's a sparrow in the background. Oh. Fuck yeah!
1: Not just that. It's a like a freestanding one, not in a mall. Not or in anything. a mall.
0: Dim cod piece.
1: You know, there's like some. A lodged pubic hairs in that cod piece when she dropped it.
0: <laughs> dude, ah, dude if- that's the word of the day pubic hairs. It's <laughs> ah. my Pee Wee Herman impression. I'm just wondering if the pubes had the same elevation as the,
1: ha- the, fa- the flat dude, top.
0: He totally had a flat top on his pubes. <laughs> this is even a question. What the strikes? Well, this video is still on. <laughs> it's cameo, dude. I thought you picked Word Up at first.
3: I was going to pick... Well, I liked both songs, but this one always stood Yeah, but you I don't like it. both songs. No, I do. Oh. I always thought it was funny that fucking... Uh, Korn, Korn covered, covered Word it, Up. Yeah. That's
0: what I was going to bring up about how that was when I knew Korn was officially fucking dead. That they were the worst... One of the worst fucking bands ever.
2: Do your dance. Do your dance. Do your dance. Quick, mom.
1: Well, again, Cameo's not a guy you expect to have more than the one song. So the fact that he ha- had a halfway decent follow-up those is pubes? surprising.
0: Are those pubes? Is he dropping
1: pubes on those people? Oh,
0: my God. Oh, it's Candy. I get it. Ah. Uh.
2: Like I can feel
3: So that was Cameo with Candy. The reason I picked that song is because the first tape I ever bought was Cameo. I went to. So We're talking about audio cassette, yes, fully audio ca- straight or single. Oh, school. No, this was a full cassette, and back then they were expensive too. Like it was a big deal to get a cassette because it was back in the They're day about
1: where, eight bucks, right?
3: Something like that. It was a lot. I just remember it was back in the day where they would have the plexiglass and you had the hole so you could put your hand through the hole and grab the tape and look at it from behind. But it was behind the plexiglass; it, you couldn't get it through there. So if you wanted to buy a tape, you would have to go get an employee who would. Man, go
1: back I don't even there. remember that shit. What I remember is the fucking foot long cardboard casing that came with audio cassette tapes no no the, the you're talking about
3: the plastic the plastic guard that was like a foot yeah yeah the first two tapes well no not I, just that though they also i don't you
1: remember oh or maybe it was it cds cds had them they, no, they had the cardboard had the paper, yeah. thing okay
3: the tapes had a plastic guard and so to protect them from being stolen they would put them behind the plexiglass. they would have multiple holes like glory holes you would reach in grab your tape <laughs> Look at it, and if you wanted to buy it, you would put it back, go get an employee. He would go behind the door, grab it. And I remember for one birthday, I had gotten $20, and I was so excited that I was getting taken to the music shop, and I wanted to buy music. My taste at the time was not very... Uh, you, you were say? a kid. Yeah, I, I didn't have a very bench for music it was whatever so we walked in and this was playing in the music store so i'm like this is cool i want this no idea what it is i just want this so they gave me that and the other tape i bought was sam kinnison's and it was because he had sung a wild thing Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That was a big fucking hit at the time. So I wanted those two. Cameo, because they played a couple songs. I remember hearing Candy and Word Up. It was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. I want this. But I I wanted Sam Kinison as well. And I took those two tapes, and I played the shit out of them. And I remember I was in an art class. Was the
1: Kinison stuff mostly stand-up or what? No,
3: yeah. It was like all stand-up with with Wild Thing at the very end. I was in an art class, and each... Day, the teacher would let a different student bring a tape in, and you could put it in, and we would listen to it through class as we drew. I knew Sam Kinison was not going to get on there, so yeah. I took Cameo and I put it in. And I remember people were like really jamming out to it, and I felt pretty cool because I was like, yeah, "That's right." I was into these guys before any of you assholes were, and it was just because I, I just picked it up because it was just playing at the music shop at the time. Like I knew nothing of Cameo. Look, man, and then my mom got into it. Look, too. man, a lot of people bought Baja Men's
0: "Who Let the Dogs Out" CD also. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I guess Cameo had his legion of people who bought his tape.
1: Well and I've been persuaded more than once to buy the album that I heard at the music store really? too. Back when that was a thing. Yeah.
3: I just remember and so that song is always stuck with me because that's technically the first tape I've ever bought. I got to pick it. I chose it. And I think my mom they wouldn't sell it to me. My mom had it like, we'll take cameo. We'll and, take cameo portfolio. <laughs> <four." laughs> we'll take <laughs> and then Sam Kennison. And my mom didn't. I don't think she knew at the time what, what I was buying. I knew what I was buying, yeah. but she didn't. Well you knew what the Kinnison, but not with the cameo. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't with the cameo. That was definitely a crapshoot on that one because the rest of the album could have sucked and I would have known. I think I, I pretty much liked it, but it wasn't like my favorite. It doesn't sound offensive. Yeah, I, well, I can it just doesn't imagine sound... the whole album sounds like candy. No, it's
0: it's not. well. It's it's not well you
1: already know because word up and candy. That's already yeah. two That's songs out of what about twelve maybe? I'm saying no, the rest I of,
0: think it was less than that, maybe nine. Okay. I'm just saying it probably all sounds like candy. Yeah, I don't remember.
1: I don't think. It, I, I don't think any of it was. I need your mom to buy. This for you, <laughs> no. so
3: whoa, son, cameo, word I up. Just, I just remember that was like a, <laughs> a big a big deal for me was buying my first tape. So, cameo was my first tape.
1: That's cool. I'm trying to remember uh, since you mentioned, it, I'm trying to remember what the hell my first cassette tape was. Uh, the problem is, is, we had so many bootleg
3: well, so uh, no, not bootlegs. Event, yeah, I had like two like short recordings, NWA, yeah. like I had all that stuff, but to go and physically Actually buy, buy, buy it, it came with the lyrics and all that, the like fold out with the ca- oh, yeah, that was my first one. and Sam Kiss, and then my next one was. My third one was uh, Appetite for Destruction. I'm trying to remember because oh, I, I, I know I know yeah. I just think. Oh, by then weird. I was I was getting some taste of music.
1: Getting uh, on sale at some like cheap like secondhand store. I remember buying a Fine Young Animals album, which was from IRS Records because remember they had the little IRS icon and going through their... I think they went through their lyrics and stuff as well. I remember what else I had? I know I, I know I remember buying Like a Prayer Madonna because for some reason the cassettes they she she set it up so it smelled like patchouli. I didn't know what wow. patchouli was back then, but her it's that's what it smelled like. So when I finally smelled patchouli, it's like holy shit, patchouli is the Like a Prayer album. Smell okay now I get it. That get your patchouli snake out of my record store. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the fuck my because uh, obviously I bought cassettes before then. I bought a lot of albums back in the day though because I actually had a record player. So I'm not sure when I actually switched over and oh, bought cassette
3: I, I, tapes. I remember I had I had the radio with the two tape decks. Yeah. So you would get someone someone would loan you the original so you could make a copy on the other side. High yeah. speed dubbing. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Oh no, the high speed dubbing was a luxury. It took a while to get high speed dubbing. See, you l- did real time dubbing.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't think I ever actually bought a tape. I really? think. I only recorded off the radio or high speed dubbed other people's tapes. I don't think I ever actually bought a tape. Yeah, or I like I would I would just steal my sister's tapes and high speed dub them. Right. So I bought blank oh, yeah. tapes mm-hmm. and ripped them off.
1: Yeah, see that's my problem is like uh, so I didn't much have of the stuff- money
0: to go independently buy music until I was buying CDs.
1: Yeah. And see, so much of the stuff that I had even in cassette, I can't remember if I bought it or if one of my parents bought it and I just got to take advantage yeah. of it. Like, I remember having the uh, James Bond themes on a cassette tape. I remember having the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I remember having like a collection of movie hits from 1985. I remember a lot of cassettes floating around, but I don't remember which ones I actually bought that I bought as opposed to them being around so
0: so, I remember the first CD I ever got. See, that's had. what I was just thinking about Yeah, I remember right now. CDs, too. The, uh, the first CD I ever got was the About a Girl single from Nirvana's Unplugged album.
1: <laughs> well, here's her way golden than mine.
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember but that was it. It was just the single of about a girl on on disc. Yeah, I can tell you for sure. I didn't buy it. It was given to me.
1: The first CD I actually went to a store and bought a single CD, as opposed to like uh, my parents got into one of those uh, CD clubs. Yeah, and we got a bunch of CDs when we actually had a CD player. And I got to pick a number of those tracks. I, mean, I know I specifically asked for Fleetwood Mac's greatest hits, and got that. But the first CD I went to a store and bought was "Forever Your Girl" by Paul Abdul, Damn. because I had such a hard on for Paul Abdul. It's no fucking joke.
0: There's nothing wrong with that, but I didn't buy any of her fucking albums. I watched hey, the man, videos, th-
1: dude. "Forever Your Girl" was a fucking hit machine, man. Yeah. No, Just, I'm not saying it was number wasn't. one hit after number one hit. Big shit. And she had a a rap battle with a cartoon cat so I'd MC Scat Cat forever well you never seen a cat with so much
0: charisma got more moves than a mutant ninja turtle that is and I'm doing a scat strut to hell with John Travolta and the disco dump they call me scat cat
2: but dance floor maniac we move on my hip is like an aphrodisiac swinging and winging I'm just doing my own thing girls don't jump make me room make get funky step to the dance wall bust a little spin that, shut up kid this is a new dance so shake your
0: butt and get a load of what it's like to be doing a scat strut oh, yeah. That was the one that captivated me as a child. Two steps forward, two steps back. Opposites attract, and yeah. you know. We come together because opposites attract, yeah. In that fiction, song, it's a natural fact. I can one song each that song right now, but I'm not <laughs> going to. I can save it for another time. I'm but, trying uh, to
3: think, what was my first CD? I
0: also, I'm going to fucking one song each that song right now just because the story's <laughs> not worth a shit. It's just an anecdote. What? So I, li- I was living in San Antonio when that song was fucking huge. Which one? Mm-hmm. Opposites, uh, track. Opposites, opposites track. track. by oh, yeah. Paula Abdul. <laughs>
3: The raps so don't like it. Here's a little story, and you're
0: sure to like it. Swift and slow, and I'm playing it cool with my homegirl. pull on. So we lived in these apartments in San Antonio, and I, well, you know what
1: else was huge? My boner over her dress in that fucking yeah. album. And I believe she also appeared in that dress in like an issue of Entertainment Weekly.
0: So there was this kid in the apartments I was friends with. I don't remember his name. Anyway, so his dad was a taxi driver, and he played basketball. So he asked if, or his kid asked, like, hey, um, my dad's going to go play basketball with some buddies. want to come with us? So we're like, okay, cool. So he and his like grown-up dudes were playing basketball, and we were just like shooting hoops at this hoop. Anyway, so while we were riding in his car, there was a cab also to... Go play that. I remember that, that song came on. I was like, hell yeah, that song's fucking rad. Yeah. So then we got there and we were playing basketball, and then, like, almost instantly, like, a thunderstorm rolled in, and like, lightning was hitting close, and it was like, cause you're like wide open on these basketball courts, and it was kind of terrifying as a kid. We got back and came back, and that's when I found out the kid's dad actually played for the Houston Rockets very briefly. And he was, I don't know if he was Iranian or he wasn't black and he wasn't white, but he, he was either Middle Eastern or something. I don't, I don't, can't remember what their race was. But I remember he showed me their bass his basketball card, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's got a fucking basketball Ball car like this is insane even though he was just a flash in the pan in the nba but he was a taxi driver in san antonio texas very bizarre but anyway that song was playing in his taxi cab the whole time and i was like hell yeah i love this
3: video this <laughs> i think the awesome. first cd i bought was dookie green day Huh. I think massive album. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah,
1: you're, you guys, both you guys have way cooler shit than me, obviously. Uh, this is
3: CDs, though. Yeah, this is We CDs. were a little more. Yeah. I, at that time, tapes were still. Well, I you think, went Nirvana.
1: He went Green Day. Was I went given Paula to Abdul. Was
3: so we well, got remember, I was in the punk at the time, and all the punk I got was bootleg tapes. So, and then CDs. I remember I worked at the mall, and my friend was like, hey, let's go to the music store, and I'm walking, and I saw Green Day, and I'm like, hey, I like that one song I've been hearing lately. Let me go and buy the CD. Well, uh,
1: What was, was it, Basket Case? I or, uh, it uh, had to be Basket Case. Uh, no, it had no, to be Basket, Basket Case. Case. Longview was before Basket Case, though.
0: I'm not going to argue with on this, but Basket Case was the big. Because they had the video that everyone. Longview
1: made. had a great which, video, which too, though. Yeah, I which didn't, say was it didn't have
0: a couch. Longview? No, that's Basket Case.
1: Masturbation's yeah. lost its yeah. fun. You're yeah. fucked up. Yeah. No,
0: you're fucking crazy. No, that's Basket Case. Uh,
1: by my lip and close my yeah. eyes. Take away ah, to right. paradise. So which, so which one, one was, was that uh one? Longview.
0: Basket Case as long view. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. But the bass, like yeah, yeah. But okay, so basket case was. Uh... Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything
2: all at
0: once? That's the one where he's standing in like the white room with the neon green yeah, floor yeah, or whatever.
3: They're, they're an asylum, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: I guess I'm might, getting them confused. Yeah. A lot right. of Green Day's songs kind of run together. I apologize. True. But underrated actor, I think, ultimately.
3: Uh, because, I totally
1: disagree. No, I, you really think though?
0: Totally disagree. You think they're overrated? I totally over, super fucking overrated. I just
1: think you've got to respect the longevity and the fact that they were able to create violence. I think music if you go back and did. look
0: through, it was a bunch of singles and you don't remember anything from the actual fucking albums.
1: I, I don't think they were out. And I, would say I, not I, I won't argue that. I do think they were a single band but I thought that they had a really
3: spectacular run of singles that's fine
1: yeah I would give you that I mean yeah. American Idiot I think was a strong album but most of their other albums there were just yeah. kind yeah, of good. a collection
3: of singles I just remember fucking hearing this song I'm like dude I really fucking like this song
0: Yeah, this is, I, I, my opinion, this is their best song. No, no. They've had so, I mean, I like this song, but they've had way better songs than this one. I disagree. What's better than this? Welcome to Paradise? (laughs) Boulevard of Broken Bugs? I fucking hate that song.
1: Time of Your Life was a great one. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, great. you're getting. But it's out. kind of a bit overplayed. Uh, what, what was the one from that
0: Rooties when they, when they, when they were literally like a shitty pop band and they weren't even uh, pretending to be punk anymore?
3: Yeah, I like Geek Stink Breath. That was a cool one. To me, this is when they were still punk. This was like the first song they ever had. So right. yeah. But they came out punk. I was gonna go with the plugs, but that's for another one. My first CD, I think I remember paying
0: money for it was two. I bought "Check Your Head" by the Beastie Boys, and I bought um. Oh, what the
1: fuck's is name that album? You fuckers oh, are just being too goddamn cool, huh? I? I'm waiting for somebody to like roll
0: up with some Warren or some shit, you know?
3: Dude, I picked Cameo. <laughs> He did pick Cameo. You're,
1: you're Cameo. being a little... Yeah, you drew that. Okay, sa- that
0: it was Same album. As It Ever Was by House of Pain, which was their follow-up album to the one with Jump Around on it. Yeah. Sure. Same As it Ever Was is a, a really good album. If you guys are like, House oh, of Pain, that's fucking dumb. Listen to Same As It Ever Was. It's a fucking great album. But when I left, I realized I'd bought the fucking censored version. Ah. Then, dude, there are some tracks on that album where it's like incomprehensible because they're they're be so skipsing so many words. And I'm like, the fuck? Did he just have a stroke? Like, I can't even tell what the <laughs> hell he's saying because they're censoring so many goddamn words in a row but I love that album even with it and to this day on my phone because I burned that album and it was an into MP3 and I've carried it on from computer to computer to an upload to Google Music same as it ever was is still the censored version on my fucking phone because that's what I and it still sounds really fucking good I'm like man I must have burned this shit like really it must not have gotten scratched because I have a bunch of my albums that are in MP3 now that I can tell were scratched up like I remember that scratch in the CD because uh. it was there the million times I played it for some reason that's my my censored version of Sames It Ever was pristine and <laughs> to this day has it's been meticulously free. I've been the caretaker of this horribly censored video or of this album for <laughs> a decade 20 years now 2 years two, 2 decades yeah I remember when this album came out and the f- these first couple of videos I was like holy shit this Billy Joe guy is really crazy he must really have a screw loose and it's like no he's really not he affects the British accent Just yeah he right pretends that bat, he's re- yeah. that's my thing about that's one of my oh okay <laughs> You said it. I was going to say it. He said it. What? He fucking his. He has a British accent in all these fucking songs. He's yeah. singing like he's a British punk singer. And like, dude, you're fucking dude, like birth a Iowa or some shit.
3: Oh no, birthplace of punk was. Uh, he's singing like he's
0: Johnny Rotten or something.
3: No, shit. it's UK. UK. Yeah,
0: but
1: Billy Joe Armstrong is not from yeah. the UK. Brain Stewart's yeah. another cool one. I like Brains Stewart. A lot of good Green Day songs. You guys are really un- or no, no,
3: Not no, you no, guys. I, this
1: guy right I'm here is saying, not... that. No, like it's Green me. Day.
3: I am I don't like Green Day songs. What's that
1: fucking song from Angus? What was the song from that soundtrack? Was that Time of Your Life or was it something else? There's another good one.
0: Mm, I don't know, man. You got me God, on that one. Time of Your Life and Boulevard of Broken Dreams are two of, like, my most hated songs ever, dude. Which ones? It's
2: something
5: unpredictable, but in the end, that's right. I
2: hope
1: you had the time of your life. Oh, there are better. I mean, I, I threw out Time of Your Life. There's actually much better ones Ugh. than that, though. I'm just can't. I, I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head. Like,
0: can. just the radio killed those yeah. songs. It's a worse than Black Hole Sun, where I'm like, this song has well, to it's stop. It's a better
1: song than Black Hole it Sun. It has
0: to stop. You have to stop playing this song at some point. And they're like, nope, we're doubling down and we're playing it twice an hour. And I'm like, this song came out five years ago and I'm still hearing it twice an hour.
3: Basket Case was a song mm-hmm. I was trying to fucking American Idiot's a cool tune. Yeah, American Idiot. But yeah, that was the first CD I remember buying. Dookie. I mean, everybody bought that album. That was a huge fucking album. One
0: song each. Well,
1: actually, it's more like three songs each. 15
0: songs each.
1: Yeah, we all had like three songs this time.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to the Ice and the Face. Uh, we're happy that you swam your way through the sewers of the internet to get here with us. Thank you for being here.
5: Yes, where you travel through the sewers of the internet, we live there.
1: <laughs> exactly right.
5: Because at that age, you know, like an old lady in her 70s, she's a swinger. She's had like lampshades up there and oh, shit. Oh, she's done it all. You know, they, they don't just go full dick. No. We're talking like dick and balls and like maybe a leg up in there. Everything. Yeah, you know, so they need. that. She's gonna get
3: the old fist and dick.
5: Yeah, fist and dick. <laughs> Sounds
3: like a restaurant going <laughs> down to fist and dicks.
5: Yeah. So, so that was what I uh, that was what I imagined the uh, the loop fountain was for. I don't know if there's a lot a large population of. Of octogenarians going to those adult toy conventions yeah. in Las Vegas. But I imagine that they probably get a free shuttle there from the home. Yeah. And a, probably a ticket for a free buffet.
3: Definitely. Love and then the prime they, and then they play eat. the
5: five cent slot machines after the, the 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 thing's over. The show's over. So you get a good look at the new, hey, look, look, the look. new lube fountains. A quick dip in, dip out in the old hotel room. <laughs> They're old. You go to the buffet for your $5 shrimps. And then you get back on the bus and go home.
3: Oh, you can eat $5 shrimp, yeah. by the way. So, fuck. I mean, <laughs> hey, look, you're old. Why not? First of all, do all the drugs you want when you're old. Whatever you want. I don't care. Fucking.
5: There's a misconception about why most old people limp. And we just cleared that shit right Cause Cause the fuck they're fucking, up for you. Because
3: they're straight pimping? Or? Yeah,
5: straight pimping. That's dipping why. in, dipping out, and straight pimping.
3: Straight limping and pimping. Yep. They pimp, dip in, they pimp. dip out, and limp, limp and pimp.
5: Pimping and then limping.
3: Pimping and limping. Yeah pimping each other's wives so, swapping dicks but they don't care they've been through it all before so there's I, no sentiment left so
5: I want to talk about uh, another toy from the from the uh, adult entertainment yeah itself. go ahead throw
3: it at me
2: black canary I'll need a sparring partner
5: Some leggy in Nylons? Or have I answered my own question? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Matt.
0: Black Canary and Zatanna. Together in one podcast. I'm Ryan Daly, and I've got a thing for superheroes in fishnet stockings. That's why I started Power of Fishnets, a Black Canary and Zatanna podcast. Join me every two weeks as I celebrate the Blonde Bombshell and the Mistress of Magic in their exciting adventures published by DC Comics. Power of Fishnets, available on iTunes and at fireandwaterpodcast.com.
1: Ryan Daly wrote, "You cover the only two Susie the Banshee songs I know. I love the use of face to face in Batman Returns so much that I bought the original score soundtrack just to get the song. Little did I know at the time that 25 years later I would use the finale track as a theme for my Batman podcast. As for the amazing Cities in Dust, like Mac, I've also heard that song recently and sort of randomly, but also bizarrely, in connection with another one of my podcasts. Someone built a Spotify playlist inspired by the DC New Black Canary series, where the main." Character was lead singer in a band of the same name i checked out the playlist to see if there are any tracks i'd use in my flowers and fishnets power of fishnets podcasts i don't remember what else was on the list but i remember cities and dust being the standout the preceding hour is dedicated to Pat Sampson, Keith G. Baker, the 108th Sage, August Spuriatna, at Shapira, Cash Flag, Doctor Ange, Bone Dragon Comics, Chris at Bad Books for Beginners, Chris Sheehan, also of Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, David C. Otero, Dragon, Sexy Robots and Adventures Podcast, Doctor G. Neurologist, Gord Tolton, The Hoopers, Ice in the Face, Into the Weird, Jared Albright, The Yard Sale Artist, Jeffrey Brown, Joe. Crawford, Justice's First Dawn, Kevin Daji, Long Longbox Crusade, Longbox of Darkness, Odell Abner Dracula, Pod Dylan, Rad Adventures Podcasting Network, Randy Andrews, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast, Ryan Daly, Sean Michael Ortega, Siskoid, Terrence Castingway, Trekker Talk, and Zach Sally one song each is a rolled spine podcast this is a not-for-profit fan production any copyrighted materials used is believed covered under fair use with no infringement intended please leave your comments and criticisms on our website we especially encourage participation on this show feel free to call in and leave a request maybe you'll even get featured on the show we thank you for your rapt attention